I'm Vince Roca. Did he say venti mocha? And sitting in for Michael Hutchinson is uh, fill-in special guest Tom Ayers. Hey. Hey. You're right. I sound much deeper on this thing. You do. I, I was. They don't know that I was talking about that beforehand. No, sorry. So how are you, man? I'm doing really well. Um, people probably want to know who the hell is Tom Ayers. People know. Do people, they? They know. It, the producer extraordinaire of the Tony Danza show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Comic genius. That's what they do. They know. Uh, rolling comedian. People, people you, know all this. You've had a fascinating life, so there's a whole bunch of stuff that we could actually talk about. But um, you just you rolled in in a uh, in a new car. A rental. A rental. And why are you in a rental? Well, um, I'm going through each style car there is to decide which car I want to buy. You're going to rent a different one every day? Every day. And what oh. I figure is I'll just... Instead of like going in and bugging the guy, I'll just like get a flat every day or something like you know uh, getting in a little accident. For six bucks a day, you can you can like roll it, and they're fine with that. You mean you insure it for six dollars a day dollars from a day. Enterprise or six. whoever who who you renting Thrifty Enterprise Enterprise. Yes, I'm just going through that company until they get sick of me, and then I'll move on to Thrifty. So you're you're not actually asking for a new car each day; you're just destroying a new D- car. Each exactly. Day. So you're doing a full on crash test dummy impact test. Well, I I have to say because they get a little perturbed if you come in and go. You know, I wanted to try a different car. And they're like, you want to change the car? You want to change the car? <laughs> See, that's an attitude, but if you go in and you go, dude, I flipped it, they go, oh, um, well, can we get you another one? <laughs> let's, let's take care of that for you right away. <laughs> um, so what happened to you? You used to roll uh, Frank Sinatra style that's in a caddy. Right. That's right. Where's the caddy? Which, by the way, before we get into that, I have been looking at the Mini. The Mini Cooper. Mini Cooper. Which is imported through BMW. BMW, and I have to say there's a lot of fans that are are mechanics for the mini they hate the mini everybody hates me but i could park the mini in the trunk of the cadillac why was just what do you mean there's a lot of people why do they hate the mini oh my god or you mean there's a lot of mechanics that hate them they hate the mini and it maybe could i mean a lot of them don't work on minis you know like, okay so they go no no don't buy a mini no 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 just because they don't know how because then i'll be going to somebody else well bmw is also i think they're the company where you go a hundred thousand miles with no oil change and no transmission in it so mechanics don't like that and and it and when it comes time to be serviced it has to be serviced by a bmw service center so and your local mechanic doesn't like that either and that's going to be expensive as hell which by the way well yeah but granted you went a hundred thousand miles so an oil change every five thousand miles is what twenty oil changes yeah. So twenty times thirty bucks is six hundred dollars. So I don't know. I guess. Well, plus your time, right? And and it it's been taking a lot of sifting through a lot of attitude about this. You know? Okay. And I was like, oh no, I would never buy a mini. You know, because their attitudes are like, no, what are you crazy? What are you? And now I've come full circle, and I'm like, wow, mini's probably a great car don't have to do anything to them for so long but this is probably also your arrogance people tell you not to do something and you get to the point where you're like you know what that, fuck you i'm gonna buy a mini i'm gonna buy a mini and i'm gonna show you that i can get it repaired might be i'm gonna buy a mini and break a mini I think i'm leading with that but <laughs> what about a smart car you can park two of those in the trunk of a caddy that's right <laughs> you get and then you pick it up you put it in your briefcase and you go to work pretty much those things i have a buddy who bought a fiat the, the, yeah, those are pretty small. That, that's small. Mm-hmm. 
I just, I'm going from an Eldorado. Can I really go to a Fiat? I don't know. I mean, yeah, an Eldorado is a tank, so and it, you know, yeah. it's the hoopty to drive around in. So I'm driving the, the Eldorado. Yeah. And I get hit from behind. Uh-huh. Right. This is the first accident. Right. I hit by, from behind. And what do you mean the first accident? This, you got like got into an accident in the same week or something? No, no. No, this is the one that happened like a couple months ago. Right? Okay. So girl hits me from behind. She gets out of the car and first thing, you know, I'm a guy. So the first thing I do is like, wow, she's hot. <laughs> okay. And I was like, oh man, you know, and like it flashed through the whole thing flashed. I went, wow, we're going to get married. We're going to have kids. Gonna, <laughs> okay. Because she hit me and then we're going to tell our grandkids, oh, you know, I, I think it's in the car. And, I think and, it's if you ram her behind that but you that, that, have kids. That's the kids. Yes. I think you're guaranteed not to have kids if you ram them behind. I think... I think don't don't technically I, I won't question don't perpetrate anyway. that so then <laughs> um she walks over to the car right uh-huh. and i'm getting ready to say you know will you marry me and she opens her you mouth know. and goes my name is brenda <laughs> <laughs> no no she was hot she was really hot right from start not but re- not retarded at there all. were like four or five um construction workers working on this house that all come running over to her and grab her from me because they she can't talk to the <laughs> evil guy that she hit and they're all like hitting on her so hard right that now she comes over to me and she's got this dude that's mm. like you fucking asshole you <laughs> let me hit you <laughs> and i'm like are you mad at me right now and she's like, well, you shouldn't have pulled over right here. And I went, I pulled over. I pulled over and you hit me. I pulled out of a street, made a right, and I pulled over right there. I was going to make a phone call. Oh, okay. I don't care if I was going to do rolling. Off. You're rolling I, down a busy street. You pulled onto a side street and you immediately pulled. You stopped. To the right. At yes. The, at the right. And yeah. bam, she hits me. Right? So she rolled right behind you to make the turn as well. I think didn't she was, expect you to stop. I think she was looking like to her left to see if there was somebody coming because I went through. I stopped and made a right on red. Mm-hmm. And then she looked to see if someone was coming, and then she didn't She hit you it. square on, or did she, like, no, hit the No, she hit edge? the corner. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she was trying to avoid or trying to go. I think or, because or, I pulled over, she wasn't trying anything. She was driving like a ditch. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And then um, not expecting a car to be there. Okay. Right? So it's your fault. So, she rolls out, she's got attitude. So now she's got all this attitude. And I was like, you mad at me right now? And she, she was like, well, you shouldn't have pulled over right here. And I went. No, it doesn't matter what I do in front of you. You have to look and you have to stop. <laughs> right. If I'm on the highway and a squirrel goes by and I want to save its little life and I jam on the brake and you hit me, your fault. It's your fault. Yeah. Sorry, that's the way. I don't see it that way. And I went, <laughs> oh, good for you. Well, what way do you see it? <laughs> How are you seeing? What are you seeing? So, and then, you know, you see the guys standing in the corner with their arms full looking at me like, like, I'm the bad guy here. <laughs> I went, look, whatever those guys told you. I'm sorry, but the rule is you hit somebody from behind. It's your fault. That's the insurance. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. You know? And I said, and you should be really excited that I'm willing to tell my grandkids that you're, this is how it happened. Do you have to make this hard? Do you have to, <laughs> does the story have to be to my grandkids? She was a fucking bitch when I met her. Right. She was a flaming asshole when I met her. She was oh, mad at I me. See. You're, you're after you're married. The story yes. she's making. The I, story. Yeah. I'm assuming that we're still getting married. I just haven't talked to her in a couple of months. Oh, okay. So you exchanged information. Mm-hmm. Did she, but she, didn't she want won't to. answer my phone call. But 
We're going to get married. <laughs> this is my it's gonna wife. Happen. It's going to happen. It's just making the story better to the kids. That's uh-huh. all. So that was the first accident. That was the first one. And the car got fixed? The second one was the retard. So tell me something. You made a left turn, and then and then you ran into me. So I hit that guy. Okay. And so you were the retard. I was the retard. Not the guy. Yeah. Okay. So you're rolling down a busy street. You're Roll- making a left. I was making a right. I was making a right. And so I like passed him. He was in the right-hand lane, and I was like, go, dude, go. And when he passed me, there was a car behind him. Uh-huh. He pulled right in front of me and stopped. And I swear, I was looking behind him because I just went, all right, go, 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 go. Wait a minute. You're making a right-hand turn. I'm, I was trying to get in the right lane to make a right turn. Oh, right? okay. You're in- you know where this is. Franklin and Highland. I'm coming down Highland, and I went to make a right on Franklin. Uh, you know how it goes? You're, yes, and to go to take See, the back way to avoid smart. Hollywood and Highland. Yes, Okay, exactly. so you're in the number two lane, yep. and you're waving the guy in the number three lane to go to make the right so you can scoot over. He's in three is the, the right. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah number okay. one lane is the fast Left. lane. Okay, yeah. good. Yes, exactly. So you're in the middle. You're in number two, and you're waving him to, so you could go. Right. So you wave him on. And then he pulls right in front of me, which I didn't know. Oh, so he, he wanted to be in your lane. Yeah. Okay. Which I didn't see. I didn't okay. see any of that. All right. I just thought, okay, now he's gone. There's another guy behind him who's not letting me through. What a jerk he is. Bam. Bam. You. I hit the guy that just jumped in my lane. So you you uh, um, uh, punched it to try and get uh, into the lane? No, no. I was actually going really slow because I was waiting for the next moron. I just didn't realize. How the, slow were you going? Five miles an hour? Probably. And you totaled the car? Squashed it. So it was, it's like uh, it's probably, it's like a tractor, high torque. You just fucking shoved I that just, caddy. Um, I went underneath his ass. I went underneath him. You just like so, yeah. You plowed. It was I like put plowing my caddy up his ass. It was like plowing snow. Yeah. Um, did you destroy his car? Nothing. Nothing. What he was he riding? Mercedes SUV. See, another reason to buy a BMW, a German mm-hmm. car. Right there. You know, uh, yeah. and why the mechanics hate it because nothing goes wrong. Right. So you didn't do you didn't do much damage because of Benz. I mean, you spit on a Benz; it's like four thousand dollars worth of damage. Well, I'm sure. I, by the way, I mean, I I'm I scratched its under underside, and it's going right. to cost ten grand. So yeah. the insurance company paid you off on the destroyed caddy. Nine grand. Nine grand. And the first time, two, um, three, two left. I have two left. So so <laughs> you got a total of 12 grand for a caddy that was worth how much? Four, four grand. Four grand. That's good, man. Yeah. And they were like, dude, do you want it back? You can have it back. <laughs> Just we'll give you eight grand and you can have it back. And I was like, well, maybe I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> the insur- your insurance company won't keep insuring it because no. now it's a salvage right. title. Right. Um, and your, your insurance company, how long, how far apart were these two accidents? About two, two months. But remember, the other one was her. So you're going to get her. canceled. No, well, the other one was her. Yeah. My, yeah. You're oh, no, get I was getting canceled. I'm actually supposed to get canceled every year for the rest of my life. Why? Just insurance companies know me from growing up. And they went, <laughs> wow, this is the guy. Who's the current insurance company? Uh, MetLife, which they were great. They were great. I loved this company. I was with a company called Kemper Insurance since I was 16 years old. I was with them for... Like 16 years, I think, until they finally canceled me. And I had two accidents in, I don't know, a year period. Neither one was my fault. 
both mm. of them they didn't pay out on. Uh, but in a year prior, I had an accident where it was raining and I rear-ended a truck. Right. But rear-ended a truck. I was on the freeway and the truck, uh, the, it was a Toyota truck. It was at a stop. I hit my brakes, pulled to the left, and my bumper rubbed his taillight. Mm-hmm. Didn't even crack his taillight. That was the extent of this accident. But it was enough that, you know, I pushed him and I rubbed his taillight. And you could see a, a burr. Yeah. The truck needed a new taillight. Um, and the, at that point, the insurance agent came out to look at my vehicle. And when he came out to look at at mine, he had already been to the other guy's place. Who was claiming neck injuries? I was, I was just about to say. <laughs> the guy, because the, when the insurance agent was out of my house, he was looking at my truck and he was like, well, you know, tr- trying to him and haw and trying to get out of paying me. And I was like, I, I'm not claiming this. Mm. Like, you're, you just, I didn't ask you to come over. You called me and I just figured you're coming over because you want to look at it for both sides of the accident. But I ain't going to fix it. You can barely see where the paint rubbed my bumper. I mean, right. I'm not putting in a claim. And so at that point, he realized he was dealing with someone who was rational right. as he just left the house of someone who was irrational and told me that the guy was trying to claim neck injuries. And I was laughing and I was like, well, you saw his tail, right? I mean, it's just the, and he's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Sure. The guy's out of his fucking mind. Um, but then there were two other accidents. One that well, totaled, did, did they pay that guy off? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. They don't, no. they don't tell they don't you. Tell you yeah. yeah. Um, but there were two other accidents. One, which, uh, I totaled my truck. A girl just plowed into me on the freeway, um, spun the truck out. It went down on the railroad tracks, covered in my book, I think. Um, her car caught fire, you know, shut oh, down wow. the freeway. Yeah, it was a, it was a decent accident. Deanna watched the whole thing. She was driving behind me. Wow. Um, and if the, if it, if we were going just a few miles faster, the car would have T-boned Deanna. Mm. But instead, she saw the car clip the back end of my truck and spin me around and send me going backward. But anyway, uh, was not That's my scary. Yeah, it wasn't even remotely my fault. The police were there. Uh, it was scarier for Deanna. I mean, she literally watched the whole thing. Yeah, but now I have been in the car on a highway turning around <laughs> uncontrollably. That was, I, I mean, that yeah. So, okay, so what happened is Deanna and I are in the number one lane coming up the 710 freeway Mm. at 1 o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. doing 65 miles an hour. I'm not a big speeder, so I will sit and just do the speed limit because if you do the math, doing 90 does not get you home much faster. Right. You risk an hour of of reckless driving tickets to save like five minutes. Yeah. It just the it math really doesn't is. work. It, it is. It's it's like five minutes. Yes, and, it, and the you, math doesn't you work. You walk out. in the door and you're breathing heavy. <laughs> well, yeah, you've excited yourself. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're if you're traveling traveling twenty miles an hour and you could be doing ninety, of course the mm-hmm. the trip is. But you're talking about a major reckless driving ticket at that point. Right. So I, I I'm doing the speed limit. She's following me. She's a couple of car lengths behind me. There's a car in the number two lane right next to me, um, and I notice the car starts floating off. Like jumping lanes, not rapidly, but just kind of floats off toward the what would be like the number five lane. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the car takes a 90 degree turn and comes barreling straight at me and smack. And I saw it coming. You, I could see it at a peripheral float away. Right. And then I could see it turn oh, and man. then slam. And I did a 180. Um, I'm hammering. I'm trying to pound my brake to stop. 
the truck is not stopping. I'm rolling backwards now at 65 miles an hour. Um, and what I ended up realizing after, well, okay, so I'm rolling backwards, pounding the brake, nothing is happening. And mm. I'm just like, I'm going to die. That's mm. it. I mean, in that moment, I'm like, that's it. I don't Mate. know. I don't know what the fuck I'm rolling toward, but I'm not stopping. Yeah. Um, I went off the freeway, off like a six foot wall and landed on the railroad tracks. And my truck, the front end was on the wall up on the freeway and the rear end was on the railroad tracks. Mm. So, you know, I open up the door and there's, you know, three feet. I got to jump out of the truck. Yeah. And immediately I'm back up onto the freeway because I'm like, where the fuck is Deanna? Well, right. um, so, and, you know, Deanna pulls over, uh, but she doesn't pull all the way over. This is the 710, which is the Harbor Freeway. Yeah. So there's plenty of trucks, yeah. semi trucks. She doesn't pull all the way over. So there's a semi truck in the right lane, almost clips her car, but she gets out and she's hysterical. So I'm like, holy fuck. So now I jump in the Mustang mm-hmm. and I pull the Mustang over to a How safe long place. Ago was this? Um, I don't know, three years, four years. Oh, yeah. I pulled the Mustang, I guess four four years ago. I pulled the Mustang over into a safe place. And then I, and I'm like, you know, she's okay. So then I go to the other car mm-hmm. to see if they're okay. And it's two uh, Asian, I don't know, uh, teen, 20-ish oh. girls. And they are frightened as could be, like huddled together to each other, shivering, like just fucking Where panicked. was their car? Their, their car is sitting in the middle. After it tagged me, it actually right highway. It. Yeah, the middle of the mm. freeway. Uh, highway, yeah. Uh, after it tagged me, it actually righted itself, and it was facing in the right direction and maybe like the number two lane. So, and it's immediately smoking. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, you need to get over to the side of the freeway. I, I'm level-headed through the entire right. thing. I'm, I'm like, You're okay. one of those guys. Because, oh, by yeah. the way, I am too. It's yeah, like I the get, more I don't flip out. mass hysteria around me mm-hmm. the more i go okay all right let's go. when i tagged the guy on the freeway i got out immediately and i was like dude i'm so sorry it's my fault fucking rain it's totally my fault and it was my i, I knew i hit him from and he behind. was shaking and no no no. he was fine kill you. yeah no, he was fine immediately because usually that's what people are prepping for they're right. prepping for some kind of a fucking argument just right. you know in yeah. this case i just submitted and i'm like it was my fault i fucked up sorry you know are you guys okay whatever yeah that's the way i was with the second guy and, you know, yeah. because except I think he wants to get married because he just, <laughs> you think he, he's like, Hey, he's this like, hot guy ran into me. Picture telling my grandkids how I met this guy. <laughs> right. but, What's the marry um, you? But yeah, calm. Very, very calm. So, so you went over to the Asian girls. Yeah. And I got them over to the side of the road and then the police showed up fairly quickly. Fire department showed up because the oh, wow. car turned, started, was smoking right. and the smoke was becoming more. Uh, and then the car turned into a big fucking blaze. Oh, really? Yeah, it blazed oh, nice. up and turned into a ball Sorry. of fire. It was nice. Time. I love it. So what ended up happening was uh, she got a flat tire. I don't know if she got a flat tire while she was floating over. That caused her to wondering. float over right. or the flat caused the 90 degree turn. But she got a flat tire, lost control of her vehicle, and that's what sent it into me. Probably. You ready for this? Okay, here you go. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm doing listening. it. Okay. So the I'm tire, supposed to marry her and have kids? Right, the tire. I'm somewhere in there. Okay. Something's going to happen. I don't know. Um, But, right, and then she, sorry, and then she pulls off to the right slowly, and then the tire, like, the rubber comes off the tire, and bam. And you get rimmed a road, and she, yeah, sent her over. So you just ask me, what else do you think? What else? So 
anyway, the other thing that had happened was because I got hit so hard, mm-hmm. it shifted me over in my seat. Mm-hmm. So when I was hammering down on the brake, I was actually hammering down on the clutch. Oh, wow. So I was just rolling backwards. Every time I hammered in the clutch, I'm taking it out of gear. And every time I release the clutch, I'm putting it back in the, you know, fourth or fifth. Right. Um, so I'm sure the transmission got destroyed. But anyway. What car was that? This was the, my green Toyota truck. Oh, um, I remember the, I remember when you. Yeah, that, it's in it's in next... Kisses and Carams. Yeah. That truck's in yeah. Kisses and Carams. So the insurance company uh, paid out, or their insurance company paid. Wasn't I mean, mine covered me and then reimbursed from them. It was not my fault. Police report showed that it wasn't my fault. Um, although those girls, again, there was a point where I talked to the insurance and they were like, yeah, they're trying to say it's your fault. <laughs> I'm like, exactly how could it possibly be? What did I do? I swerved my truck in front of them. <laughs> Look, I shot out their tire. Other than that, what else could I, how could it yeah, be yeah, my yeah. fault? It's so crazy. I hate when you, you're nice to the person and then all of a sudden you find out you're like, you're getting sued and you're like, oh my God, I was so nice and it wasn't my fault. Right. And on top of it, I was nice. I could have been an ass. Right. It, for someone who ran into you. If someone yeah. ran into me, yeah. I could have been a total ass, yeah. and now, you know. <laughs> I could have been like to these girls, you should stay in the car. Don't worry, the smoke's no big deal. It's safer in there. There's trucks out here. Don't come out here. Stay in the car. Um, But the insurance company, like a couple of months later, they I was with them for 16 years. Yeah. Two accidents within a year, they canceled me. Oh, canceled me. Like, right. You motherfuckers. Okay, all right. This insurance. brings it, because this has been a hot topic for me lately. So somebody comes up to you and goes, listen, Things can happen in life, whatever. Um, financially, if you give me a little money every month, say a hundred bucks and just even it out, a hundred bucks a month, anything that happens to you, I'll I'll pay for it. Just that's the the overall thing. My job will be if something were to happen, I'll pay for it. That's what you're buying for a hundred. You're buying sanity, right? So then, some. So then you go twenty years, right? And then something happens, right? And they go. Well, there's like a $500 deductible. And you go, well, wait a minute. Why do you call it a deductible? Deductible is just a fun word for you. We want you to pay first $500. Right. It's a payable. It's right. a, it's but a, you agreed. But you, you agreed, agreed to, to it. So, okay, so you pay the $500 deductible. Okay. Right? And then they go, so we're going to pay this, but we're really not happy about it. So we're going to cancel. We're not going to play with you anymore. Right. We're not going to, yeah. Be- and you're like, 20 years I've given into this company. Mm-hmm. And now, because you have to pay pay money out, do your side of the job that you said, you're like, oh, no, you're a high risk. We don't want to play with you anymore. Right. That's a great job. I want this job. <laughs> uh, insurance is interesting in that, I forget, I heard this somewhere else. I didn't make this up. But uh, you are gambling that something is going to happen to you. And they're gambling that nothing will. Right. You're, you're actually placing you're, a bet yes. that you are going to die, get into a, a car problem. accident. Yes. I have a problem with life destroy insurance. Destroy your house. <laughs> I, it's like as soon as the life insurance guy comes to talk to me, I'm like, I feel so creepy right now. I'm and like, no. They're sizing you up and going, nothing's going to happen to this guy. Yeah, this guy's good. This is great. We're going to make money off of this fucker. Do you smoke? No. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, I should start smoking or something because... Life insurance, life insurance is probably the biggest scam. Um, most people who get it, policies escalate the older that, or they get more expensive the older that you get. Right. 
and you then can't afford them anymore when you're getting closer to death. Right. But uh, most people get insurance, life insurance policies when they're like 30, 40, because they're worried, you know, what they're going to leave behind for their families. They don't die. Then they cancel them and that money just went away. It just goes away. So now they sell. My wife just got caught in this. uh, Someone scammed her at uh, work, which then she ended up canceling. They sell it as an annuity, which Mm -hmm. is like a savings plan. Right. You give us fifty thousand over the course of the next, you know, twenty years, and if you don't die, we'll give you back forty-seven thousand right. um, dollars. And which is just silly because if you take the fifty thousand dollars and put it into a bank account, you'll make more than you yeah, will. Yeah, it's annuity. just people getting really, really creative with money. Yeah, and, and especially and, these days, and then figuring out how to market that. Mm-hmm. that that's. And they they suckered Indiana and most of her coworkers. Yeah, and it wasn't. Indiana came home and she told me all about it, or told me what she could remember about it. And I just kind of shrugged. But then when the paperwork showed up and I looked at it, I was like, oh, "This is not good." Right. <laughs> I mean, they they pencil it out right here. I mean, sure, it's great if you die. Right. Then I collect a lot more money. Um, but she works for the city, so she, if she dies, I get one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. That's just like part of her union city thing. So. Uh, and I'm like, uh, you know, it doesn't, yeah. I mean, whatever life insurance, life insurance is a big scam, usually for poor people. Yeah. The more money you make, the less you're interested in life insurance. It's also weird. There's a, a handful of things that are, are geared toward poor people. A lot and of, you're like, yeah. why? <laughs> like, why is there such a high percentage of, of scams, you know, whatever geared toward poor people? Wouldn't you go, let's just go where the money is. You know, but the people with the money are also have 17 people protecting them or right. saying they're going to protect them. Right. They have a posse of people. And they have their own hands in their yeah. pocket. Um, yeah. Like late night scams, like invention scams, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be an inventor <laughs> or uh, I'll teach you how to place one little ad that can earn you right. $500. That guy, where is he? Don LaPree is dead. Is he dead? Yeah. See, I bet you yeah, had life insurance. I don't know if he did. He did a couple of jail stints. There was a great article on him in Playboy a couple of months ago. He killed himself. Wow. Very depressed. He stabbed himself multiple times. Get out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Stabbed himself multiple times in a motel bathroom, called his sister to come and save him. And by the time she arrived, it was too late. Are you kidding me? No. I've never heard of somebody stabbing themselves, ever. Yeah, it's really, it's a crazy story. The, the article that was in Playboy, I don't know, it must be a 2012 article, um, caught my attention. I read it all because I love Dom. Yeah. Growing up, I just, I watched those infomercials. Oh, yeah. And I thought this guy's just so, the way he speaks and he's out on the beach and shit like that. Um, and I just, I'm Don LaPree and I will show you <laughs> yeah. how to make, you know, it's actually a really good impression of Don because <laughs> I used to watch him. All the time. It's much better if I spent a little time. Um, but yeah, just because I love the dude and it was sad. He went, he created a couple of different businesses. There was the ad selling business that then turned into 900 numbers. Right. Um, and he would sell you a bank of 900 numbers that then you could sell off of. Right. And he, he keyed into that, the multi-level marketing scheme of selling you something you can sell other people. He didn't invent it. I right. mean, fucking, I think Amway perfected that shit. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? Pyramid yeah. um, type marketing. The, those at the top make the most money. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But even today, I mean, pyramid marketing can be, you can be really low on the rung, but if you can get people underneath you, yeah. you can still make a fortune off of that shit. So the poor people of America, that's what they still tap into. Yeah. You know, it's uh shoot. I mean, I get, I think it is a smart market because, because there's so much protection in the, um, in the, the high bracket where you go in and, and, um, you know, it's, you're, you're looking at pennies, but you're looking at a lot of pennies, you know? Um, well, you, when I used to have the retail store, uh, and sold pool tables for people mm-hmm. who don't know, um, my dad used to hate our dumb customers. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, thank God for the dumb customers. <laughs> I mean, if we didn't have dumb people, yeah. we wouldn't yeah. sell anything. Right. And it wasn't that we were selling a subpar product or anything like that, but who the fuck needs a pool table in their house right. or, you know, an arcade game or any of the shit that we sell? I mean, you're, you're never going to use it. The, the amount of money that you spend by going to a pool hall versus the couple of grand you're going to spend on a pool table, right. it's never going to wash out. No, right. But, you know, people would buy them. And I, would, I always said, thank God for dumb people. Yeah. So I would never make any money if it wasn't for stupid people. So that's the line of thinking. Right. Well, yeah. Good I mean, night. you drive down my street and, and there are more women selling Mary Kay, yeah. you know, and Amway and, and all. It's like, and everybody's, um, now there's uh, across from my house, that little, that little building that used to be a, Dentist office or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. Um, now it's Zumba. Have you have uh, you been by the house since the Zumba? N- no. Zumba is... These hot chicks walking in my across the street from my house. To do Zumba? To Zumba. Nice. And I'm like, I'm standing outside, you know, um, watching them all walk in. And I'm like, these people just like, who's the perv that lives? Maybe you could get a bunch of vacuum cleaners and a sign that says Zumba left, Roomba right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and underneath, I will suck you, <laughs> suck you dry, or something like. I that. might get that sign anyway. But um, yeah, so um, like the whole street the other day, <laughs> you have like yoga classes in your front yard. <laughs> I should start. I should start like the competition for them across right. the way. Well, a co- uh, not a competition, but uh, a compliment them like, like yoga or no, something. I should, like massage. Richard Simmons like, like workout massage. Day. Come over to my house. Come over. We're going to exercise for the oldie. <laughs> He's dead now, I think. No. I just drove by him. Richard is alive. Oh, my God. He was hanging out of a window, and I and I drove up next to him. We're in, like, traffic. Really? I drove up next to him, and he, he like, looks over at me, and I'm, I'm like, staring at him, like, terribly. I'm, I'm, like, stalking, staring at him. I'm like, is that Richard Simmons? Is that Richard Simmons? And, like, first of all, I could have said to myself, that might be Richard Simmons, and then just ignored it and kept going. But something else happened, and I went, no, that's Richard Simmons. He's 64 years old. Is he really? Yeah, he's alive. I thought he so was dead. He looks right at me, and I swear to God, he, we're like five feet away from each other in traffic. He went, can I blow you? I swear to God. All right. But he kind of looked at me like that. I sure think. he didn't look at you and say, aren't you Tom Ayers? He was like, you're, you're that guy who used to work with the Tony Danza show. Did you work with Richard and Tony Danza? I think he was there. One of the I was on, I was actually joking, but yeah, one of the other he, producers. He did, he did come in, yeah, <laughs> which might be why the Tony Danza show is no longer on the air. That's right, because he didn't let me produce that segment. Yeah, it was a crazy Richard time for Simmons you. segment. I'm sure Richard. How can you have a morning talk show without having Richard Simmons on that show? Oh, at some point or another. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's the demographic. 
Right. Um, cool. So what else is new, man? Wow. Oh, man. Um, been doing stand-up a lot. I heard you performed for 400 cripples. 400 crips. Crips. Yes. And which is really And it's down cool. in LA too, so they probably really are crips. Which, which yes, they're two two two, two types two of crips. Crips in one. Crips wearing um, blue. Which is really funny watching them call each other cripple. <laughs> um, Making fun of each other. I'm right in the middle of it all and like, "Yo, crip, what's up?" Now you, you had you just call him cripple. Uh, so you're you're right in the middle of them. <clears throat> you had a medical affliction. Yes. That caused you to go to this I place. Was, I'm afflicted. Yeah, what happened to you? Um I had the same thing that happened to John Ritter. Right. Except... Three's company uh, guy who is now dead. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's what he died from. Right. What happened to him? Um, He had a dissection of the the descending aorta. The dissection of the descending aorta. Aorta, Which is basically the artery coming off your heart is made up of layers. Right. And it rips inside and bleeds into itself. Uh Uh-huh. But it continues ripping until it goes into the heart and killed him. Right. Now, how did this, how did this happen to you? Good question. Right? I have no fucking idea. I was, first of all, I had, had previously, I had three I, aneurysms. I, I've had three aneurysms. That one is considered an aneurysm also. Now, right? your father passed away at what age? 82. And your mother is how old right now? 74. 74. So it's not genetic, but apparently you pissed someone off oh. somewhere. Oh, <laughs> this is trying to, as much as I to piss somebody you. off. <laughs> as, Someone's trying to save when, you as well. When the doctors read uh, doctors read the report, they all go, uh, "Wait a minute!" And they start flipping through the pages. You're the miracle and child. Like, oh my god! And they're like every single one of them go. You're supposed to be here for for something, <laughs> like because God's on your side. No, actually, motherfucker. If God was on my side, I, I wouldn't know, be in this hospital like, bed. God is behind you. It's because of God that you're alive. I'm like, well, could you, couldn't he have been there before any of this happened? Can I send God a memo? Uh, Dude, a couple weeks late. That's all. So you had three aneurysms. I had three aneurysms. But here's the, the big one. The one in my, the, the first one is I swear abdomen. I thought you were just going to say the one in my ass. <laughs> no. Okay. No. So you're leading. No. What no. in your abdomen? My abdomen. I had a AAA operation. An aortic, ab- wait. An art, artery, a, anyway, there's three A's. Right? <laughs> three A's happen in your abdomen. In my abdomen. The fourth A. And um, every doctor that stops on that one, I'm like, dude, I had open heart. That doesn't impress you? They replaced the valve. They replaced the root because the, the other aneurysm was on the root of my heart. That was um, a dilated root, which is. Well, wait a minute. Before the John Ritter thing. Yes. The, you the you had, had open heart surgery? I had open heart surgery. Prior which to that. They replaced the root. And just like John What's Ritter, the root? the root of my heart, the, where the heart is, the artery is connected to the heart. Okay. The root, right? Okay. But it, when it, when I had the dissection, like John Ritter, it started to rip up into going to my heart, but it stopped at the artificial root that's made of Kevlar, by the way. Nice. Nice. Snowboard material. Yes. And, and flak jackets. Flak jackets, because, see, I get a tattoo that Isn't says, Isn't that weird that snowboarders, if like, the fucking the crypt show up and start firing on the mountain. They can they just hold up their snowboards. It, snowboard. and yeah. All right. Anyway, so that's it. Stopped the rip. Stopped at the heart, and that's what saved me. But it stopped blood from going to my legs, so I lost the use of my legs, i.e., the rehab place. But and now that. we've jumped to the the John Ritter affliction, right? So 
prior to this, you had three aneurysms, one that resulted in open heart surgery. Yes. And you survived all of that. All of it. All of it. And then comes a day that you're on the toilet masturbating. Right. And you lose the use of your legs. What happens? What happens that day? The day that the John Ritter affliction occurs. That I was moving because that's your biggest bout with death, right? No, that's what I'm saying. All the doctors go the AAA. They're freaking out because I had the one in your abdomen. The one a, in my abdomen was a bigger deal. Was than a bigger the deal than, than the other the other two, Why? which were huge deals. Why the one in your abdomen? So you, you just, because because nobody find, they say you find that on the autopsy table, never on the auto, uh, the operating table. So how did they find it? Because I had a kidney stone and I went in and it wouldn't it wouldn't pass. So they um, X-rayed it and found that. So. The fact that you drink too much soda exactly led saved to my saving life. your life. And by the way, now because of the other thing, I am on blood thinner because of the, the right. valve. Yes. I'm on blood thinner and kale and spinach is not good for me because that co- coagulates your blood. Right. So it's a cheeseburger is healthier for me <laughs> than a kale drink. That makes sense. Yes. Um, so that was the biggest deal, but the day that uh, you... I just want you to know, I go into the doctor and he says to me, you have an aneurysm, mm-hmm. like an aneurysm. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, if that pops, he explains it to me and he's, you know, it's like the wall of the artery is weak and it's, if that pops, you will die. You're not right. going to make it. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, I got this knot in my toe. He says, you do nothing. He said, you don't lift anything heavy. Right. You, he said, no sex. Ooh. Don't mow the lawn. My wife was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no sex I can deal with, but I ain't fucking he, using the well, lawnmower. He can't mow the lawn. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, honey. He said, no masturbating. I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. There's no question come to about death. it. I'm just going to die. Going to come to death. Actually, when I came out of the first operation, mm-hmm. and you know, you open your eyes for the first time, I was totally drugged up, and I was holding my wife's hand, and mm-hmm. they said, can I jerk off now? <laughs> <laughs> but that night, I just wanted to say this because it's one of my favorite little stories. That night, I'm, I said to Nicole, I'm like, Nicole, your wife. My, my yeah. wife. Right. She, at the time. Right. Since then, I've kicked her the fuck out. Right. Fuck that. <laughs> I almost Another story died. And fuck. Anyway. So then she goes, I said to her, listen. You're still Facebook friends with her, though. So. Yes, we're, we're Facebook. It's not that bad. She actually did the walk with me over there. We, we were good friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm thinking, so she's fucking Andrew's another guy. Yeah, but that, that part, <laughs> that so they won't invite me. So, I'm like, fuck you. Hi. Yeah. Um, telling you this story. <laughs> I saw a picture of him, and I wouldn't want to be invited. <laughs> All right. Back to my story, aneurysm. I, I got aneurysm on the brain. I can't fucking function that day. I'm like going, oh, right. yeah. Somebody, you're going to go in for a major operation. Don't move. You're going to die. This is the first aneurysm? The first one. Okay. So I is, go, is this the abdomen? That was that. Okay. Yeah. So I said to her, listen, we just got to go to a movie. I can't take this. I just got to get out of my head. You're I don't know. Too you know. So I Clash of the Titans. Okay. It opened that weekend. All right. So I go to Clash of the Titans. I'm sitting there. Middle of the movie, the pinnacle scene in the movie, they're fighting and he turns to the guy and he says, tomorrow we, no, there was like a little fight, but the, tomorrow was the big war fight. Right. Was, tomorrow we fight. There's a God in you. Bring it. Mm-hmm. Aneurysm. He says aneurysm or and, you thought. I'm sitting there and I went, I can't watch a fucking movie, man. <laughs> I keep hearing the word. I'm like, I just hear it. And I looked at Nicole and she goes, he did not just say that. And I was like, 
You heard it. <laughs> you heard it too. You, you fucking heard it too. I'm like, what is that? So we went we stayed and listened to the next one. You wanna know what he said? What? Tomorrow we fight. There's a god in you. Bring it. And your wisdom. <laughs> that fucking actor was drunk and he showed up. He's like, and your wisdom. And your wisdom. And your wisdom. <laughs> That's my story. Um, all right. All right. So the John Ritter one. The John Ritter one. The most recent one. And so that's what that puts one, you into the parking lot with 400 Crips. But what right. happens that day? Your legs okay. just stop working pop. or what? No, there's a pop. And I, there's and a, I, you hear a pop. I hear a pop between my shoulders. And I felt no pain. Uh-huh. I felt this flush going. And the flush that uh-huh. I felt in my neck going toward my ears. Right. I was like, oh, that's not good. It was just. Flush like a warm feeling. Like a warm uh-huh. tickle feeling. Uh-huh. And I went. Oh man, never experienced that before. So I just immediately picked up the phone, and started dialing nine one one, and I was in the back house. I started walking toward the front. Uh huh. I got nine one one on the phone, and and I said something's going on right now, and it's not good. I said I need an ambulance, and she was like, "Well, what's happening?" And I said I heard a pop between my shoulders, and I'm like, and I slowly started started. I said now it's starting to get really painful. I said I could, I could barely talk. I was like it was like crushing my my larynx uh-huh and she goes um well what's your name you know address right. and all that and so i was like i got to the front of the house and my legs just gave out okay and so i'm like i'm i'm my legs don't work anymore right um and i swear to you as soon as i got out the front of the house i heard beer i was like are you kidding me i'm through my my voice i'm like are, are, are you kidding <laughs> <laughs> they're coming already are uh-huh. you serious I love your guys here. They're really good. Anyway, um, <coughs> excuse me. So that's what happened. And then I went to the hospital. <clears throat> they put me on incredible drugs that I do not recommend. Why not? If anybody comes to you with the word Versed, I'm, I am the poster child for do not take that drug. Why is that? Because it's supposed to be the forgetter drug. Okay. And you hallucinate <laughs> to the degree that that you believe it to be true. Right. I'm telling you, it took me about four months after this whole thing to realize that I didn't, in the middle of it, take a break and go to lunch with Tony Danza, my buddy from Connecticut, Dave Yuva, you, <laughs> I, Tom Trent. I went to lunch with all you guys, and like at different times, I met you, and I'm like, well, first of all, that's impossible to go singularly to lunch with all those people in like a day. Right. There's not enough lunches that day. In Hollywood, there is. And then I was like, maybe you could do yeah, it. Yeah. You, maybe. But I, it, about four months later, I realized, holy shit, that didn't happen. None of that happened. Right. And it's just evil. It's evil bad. I would... This is the drug you had, the Mexican soap opera? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had, the doctor was doing this late night show and he asked me to be on it and uh-huh. he went out and did my father's act. My father was a comedian. He got out and he went, um, the, dun, 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 to being out late, walking my baby back home. <laughs> And I'm like, there's my doctor singing my father's song. And then he was like, we have a special guest for you today. And I was like, you know what? I'm really not feeling up to it. <laughs> and then I was in a car wash with um, a cowboy theme to it that my buddy who does cars would, bought on the top of a mountain up in Mulholland. Uh-huh. Um, oh, dude. I At one point, I woke up and 
Nicole brought this up to, to me like months later. She goes, do you remember in the hospital bed, you pointed above my head and you said bugs. Bugs. And I remembered it. I Dude, I immediately just busted out crying. I was like, I remember that moment because it just had all this emotion built up. Right. That I was totally hallucinating that there were like bugs and cocoons above her head. like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes. Yes. It's the bats. Right out of some bizarre movie. And and I'm telling you, the other two operations with morphine Uh was fine. Yeah, I did a little bit of hallucinating. Right. But nothing that was uncontrollable. All right. So the ambulance shows up. Yes. And they pick you up. My penis still works, by the way. Okay. All right. They rush you to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And you luck out. I mean, you luck out with the the, uh, three other times with the 5% mortality rate. Five. So 5% of people live? Live. But in your case, there was a doctor visiting from Japan? Yes. Dr. White. Dr. White, who's yeah. a Japanese doctor, no, or um, something. He he's a white guy. He's really <laughs> weird. White, but he's from. He was visiting Dr. From Jack Japan or was going to do it, but Dr. White was there. Oh, he was he was leaving for uh, for China or something like that, and um, to to go talk about this operation, and he postponed the trip. Yeah, this is it. the this guy is the forerunner on yes. the operation or something. He invented the operation, came up with it. Of right. what well, fixed you? Okay, but he's the fourth in his field. Oh, okay. That's what they told me. Wow. Fourth. That's awesome. No, I'm like, wait. Well, no, because... Where's number two? You always hear... I always... Whenever I hear some schmucky, shitty story about how someone was in the hospital, they're just like, oh, but they brought in the specialist. He's the best in the field. Right. He's the best in the world. He's the best in this. And I'm always like... How come the fucking best is always available for everybody I ever talk to that goes to the hospital? So I'm happy to hear that it was the fourth because that sounds far more. If they came in to me and told me, Mr. Rocco, we can fix you. We have the best surgeon in the country. I would be like, is he really the best? I don't think he's the best. Like if he's the best, there's probably someone far more important than me that he should be working on. Well, what I don't understand Fourth, I'm happy with. I agree with you and and it seemed very real to me. But what does number three know that he's not telling number four? Oh, that is true too. Couldn't he just call him up and go, look. Listen, right? You know, shouldn't we have a convention and all be the number one? Why can't Why can't number one go? Okay, guys, I haven't been saying this, but right. this is the one thing. The you answer is six. <laughs> okay, six. I know you've, it's all it's been plaguing you. Six is the answer. We're all number one. Yeah, now. we're all number one now. I gave it up. Um, all right. So this guy is visiting. He's about to leave. Your case comes up. You're at UCLA Medical Center or something. I, I was think, actually right? in the Valley. Ba- uh, Valley Presbyterian. Okay. And he's like, was down in Orange County. Or Harbor. Something. Harbor. Okay. Yeah. So somehow the call makes it to him. He comes up and this dude saves your life. Yeah. Cause I mean, had he not been in the country, you would have ended up with like the seventh. They were, they were like eighth. getting ready to discharge me, like to go home. Oh, okay. So the hospital was done with you. There was no, they didn't know what do. they were. We they don't know what do. you have. Okay. Um, my mother was freaking out. They want, we want this crazy lady out That's of right. here. That's right. During at this point, your mom was walking around with your medical records yeah. and was explaining. She uh, learned what uh, medical terms were and was explaining to people what shit was because yes. they turned to the ab, abdomen and stuff like that. So yeah, to a, a large extent, your mom saved your life as well. Yeah. Um, but okay. So they're about to discharge you. Yes. And how does it get to this guy? To White. Um actually, I think Nicole called my um the open heart guy. Okay. 
and the guy who worked uh, on you before. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he went, well, wait a minute. Um, and, and Don't he's the one connected, connected me to Dr. White. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole and my mother, both, both, both of them were like all over. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I just remember that, that your mom carried this. Oh, my mother was the pit bull. She was, she was bearing the cross. Yeah. You know? She was, you know, Nicole would lean over to me who was half in a coma and she's like, your mother's fucking nuts. Yeah, totally. And I was like, ah, let her go. Right. <laughs> so then, um, yeah. And so then they put me in the ambulance, took me to Harbor. And then like next day I had this operation, this, um, so Nicole calls your previous surgeon, your previous surgeon says, don't discharge this fucker. Right. And then he like makes the call, tracks down Dr. White. Right. To which Dr. White is like, holy shit, I can perform Dr. another White's operation like, and take yes. the third spot. He's like, Dude, I would take number three, I can, and I can hang out because I think he was dating a stripper in town. <laughs> Doctor Black in New York is about to move in and fourth. This will make Which, will secure way, my position. By the way, in my open there, heart surgery, uh huh, they took a lunch. Well, it's long. Yes, like nine so. Now hours. here's the thing. Okay, I'm hovering over my body, looking at my whole operation, uh-huh. and they go. Okay, let's break for lunch. Right. So you're having a uh, out of body experience. Major out of body experience. Did they the eat thing. lunch in the room with you? No, which pissed me off because what about me? What? Who the fuck am I? Aren't I hungry? You don't, Maybe I'm hungry. But you are being fed through and, a tube. <laughs> well, you know what? Saline. And Obviously, and, I'm cracked open like a crack. They could just put the food inside. I, well, that was going to be the next kidding. thing. If they did eat inside there, did they drop a fry? <laughs> <laughs> I might have an extra fry. Because I, I saw Super Size. That fry would still be would in you. Why would you assume that they got fries? Oh, they went to like fucking Arby's. That's why would you all- assume that? He's my doctor. That's what we all ribs. have for lunch. Yeah, but there's always a side of fries. <laughs> fries are the lunch meal. It's They're the lunch meal. Lunch fries go with everything. Um, so, uh, all right. So this guy operates on you, saves your life, uh, but your, your legs, you didn't have use of your legs. They said... He said to me, if you're going to learn to walk again, that's up to you. Right. And I'm like, well, I think it was up to me, and I fucked it up. So maybe we can give it to somebody else. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm like, I was in charge up till now, and I fucked it up really bad. Right. So. Um, you're not a good steward of your body. This one doctor, by the way, this per said, really fucked me up, you know. Right. And this one doctor kept coming in. And I caught myself a couple times going, oh, man, not you again. And he would look at, like, his interns, like, I don't know why this guy does that. <laughs> but it, it was, like, like three or four times I was like, oh, here's that fucking guy. <laughs> I have no idea why I did that. And he didn't either. And he was like, so I, I tried to go back a couple of times just to go, like, shake the guy's hand. Um, I did go to see, because I was at that other hospital doing the benefit thing. I went and saw the nurse that took care of me um, in the rehab month. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was a sweetheart. She's the one that came yeah. to your play? That yeah. blonde? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, this guy doesn't realize you're living a Groundhog Day, and you, you've seen him a thousand times that day. So right. you're just like, right. Ned, Ned Ryerson. <laughs> uh, no, not this guy again. He was like, he's looking at his interns like, I have no idea. He's trying to sell me insurance. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was the way I was acting. Every, oh, this fucking guy! Fucking oh, Don Lepree just walked in again. Let's see if they got an ad. So I wanted to go home. I was like, I just want to go home. And this 
one woman says, no, you have to go to a rehab facility. And some, she's like, you don't, you can't walk. And I was like, just stand me up. So, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. So one night, everybody goes away. And I said to these two, these two kids, they were early 20s. I think one of them was a teenager. Like, like the idea of a candy striper. That yeah, yeah, they yeah. have them anymore. Orderlies. Yeah. 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 And they're both like. Numb nuts. They're right, they're they sweetheart. They they know how to take your pulse, and that's it. Right, right. So I said, I want to go to the bathroom, and she was like, Let me get your thing. I went, No, no, I want to go in that room right there. <laughs> and she goes, Oh, I'm all, okay. And then I said, I just need help. Like, I just need help getting there. Uh huh. So I stood up. I so I sat on the end of the bed, mm-hmm. and then I went to stand up, and I just went down, and mm-hmm. I went down ugly, like. I was in so much pain. The way my leg was under my body, I thought I was going to break my leg. Like, okay. like you just assume that, you know, you fell down or you go down, you know, but I couldn't move my leg to the left or the right. So when I went down, it just like, you know, bent weird. Right. And I was you, like going, ah, you collapse like uh, one of those little um, yeah. spring yes. toys that That's uh, exactly they're it, held up when you and then when you push the button they like fall down yes like little and, jokers yeah. and when you notice that little toy it broke its leg right right breaks so, everything actually right so I'm like going I'm like going ow ow so she calls this other kid in and they couldn't get me back into the bed that was like a really long cycle mm-hmm. yeah. and then um anyway then yep. I, that's when I realized oh I can't walk. And that moment must have been horrifying. I was like, I just don't understand why. Why I can't? Why my legs are not listening to what I want to say? Well, now you're say. lying in bed. Can you move your legs? Can you move your toes, your feet? I move my toes very, very little. Um, I can sway my my toes back and forth, like you know, my ankles. Um, one leg so is. You couldn't do it in bed. What makes you think you could do it on the ground? I just thought, stand me up. And like the other muscles. Stand me up and I'll go. I'm like, I'll go. You know, I'm telling you, there's denial of just, you know, what do you mean it doesn't work? Right. You know? Matter of fact, when he said, um, if you're going to learn to walk again, it's up to you. I I literally was like, what are you talking about? Right. I'm like, as soon as he leaves, I'm like, shut this guy up. What is, I I didn't go into agreement with anything that guy said. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you just, you don't. Right. No, absolutely. So, um, I mean, I'm assuming to some degree, um, somebody goes to war and gets their legs blown off, doesn't uh, listen to, you know what I mean? To some degree, there's a guy going, shut up and just point me in the right direction. I'll right, go. right. You know, and then they, denial, uh, you know, their, their mind also still feels yeah. like itching on their feet. Yeah. Even though it's not, yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was like, matter of fact, today I go to, um, I don't even said this. I can walk now. I'm walking. I mean, without a cane, um, once in a while, you know. But anyway, I don't know if I've even just said that because I've been sitting here telling everybody I'm crippled. Right. Anyway, anyway so I'm walking today. Yeah, it's a podcast. But There's I no think, visuals. So right. I really don't know if you rolled in here. Exactly. Right. Um. So I'm um. Like I'll go to run up a, a flight of stairs. You mean <laughs> like now? I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. Like, you know that the first two steps before you get to the stairs that that gets you. Yes, the inertia the acceleration. Yes. yes. I go to do that. And my legs are like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. <laughs> what are you thinking, dude? <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 wait. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. <laughs> we no. don't do that. No. And I'm like, come on. We were going to go. So, yeah, that's what happened. All right. So, so you can't walk and you've got to go to rehab. And you go down to this place, this rehab place. Rancho Los Amigos. 
I have to say, when they, I mean, you know, I'm over at, at uh, Harbor, and it's tough. These hospitals, they're county hospitals, mm-hmm. and they're just, you know, they're the nurses. I don't. Um, they're they're doing a job. Anybody. They're doing a job for the next six hours. Then yeah. they get moved to another wing, yeah. and so sometimes you don't see the same nurse. You know, you yeah. get a different nurse each day. Right. Um, it's tough. hospitals have gotten better in that now they have that whiteboard that, you know, has, uh, the nurse's name on it yeah. and right, your right. doctor's in name, your, uh-huh. you know, and, and uh, like pictures of happy faces well, and no, you can circle like how more, you're feeling today. And that's more sort of so thing. that's in the Rancho place when I got there and they're pushing me like this young doctor comes out of nowhere, uh, um, at Rancho, Dreadlocks, or Rancho. Uh-huh. And, you know, he looks like a skater. Right. And I was like, really? You know, and he probably is. Uh And then, and there are students there too. And it just seemed like the attitude was so much different and how they kept it. Um, And, and there is, there's art all over the walls and there's, um, it just seemed like um, the difference in this place is this woman that I just, this nurse I just went up to say hi to. Yeah. Um, What was her name? Julie. Julie. Okay. Julie says to me, um, you want a frozen orange juice? We have, and I was like, "Really? Is that a thing here?" I'm like, "Okay, yeah." I think every 15 minutes for for a month, I asked her for frozen orange juice, and she was not once did she go, "Are you kidding?" I was just down there. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. She was like, "Yeah, be right back." You know, it was like, and and you think, you know, this is a nurse. She's gone through school. She's you know capable of doing so much, and it, she's my orange juice getter, mm-hmm. which. Makes me emotional thinking that, oh, my God, she did that without complaint for a month, mm-hmm. you know, with me. Mm-hmm. That place was really tough, man, um, because real perspective change on life mm-hmm. in, in that place. Um, and that's why I keep going back and doing some benefits and doing whatever I can. Right, because the, they helped you walk again. Yeah. And by the way, the other guy saved my life. So I'm not, you know, shitting on him. No, no, no. There's a lot of people involved in in saving your life. Right. Um, No one person, I think, can take all the credit. It's not like uh, back in the day with Jan and Dean where, you know, I don't know, Jan or Dean, I forget which one took the hit and the other one saved him. Um, You remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah. uh, Dead Man's Curve. Dead Man's Curve. Mulholland Drive. Um, Isn't he one? um, Well, the the Mansfield Bar. The Mans... What's it called? The Mansfield Bar. I don't know. On a truck. It's the, the... the bar that's supposed to, that she got decapitated from, and then I put that on the back of the truck. The Jane Mansfield? Janesville got decapitated because she ran into it. She hit a truck. Oh, well, I know that uh, Jane, uh, Jan or Dean, I forget, uh, went under a truck. Right. Went so, around Dead Man's Curve and went under a semi-truck. And yeah, I'm getting he, he, was in a, he was in a convertible. Actually, I think yeah. it was like convertible Stingray, a Corvette. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and uh, then... And was told that he would never walk again, never speak, all mm-hmm. of that sort of shit. And then and the other one, the yeah, right. The other one brought him back, and he walks and sings and all that. Uh, so this this place rehabbed you, um, and you've gone back to do benefits for the other cripples, right? But you feel like not a full fledged cripple, um, like cripple cousin. N- yeah, not like a I'm brother. Like, you know, it's it's weird. It's like. Like you walk in I and you look say, at some people and you're like, "Ooh, you're fucked up." You know, I I have to say, like before, I um I was just uh, prejudiced, racist. I don't know. I was it was terrible. It was like you were I would look at cripples. somebody. I don't. I grew up feeling. I grew up 
taught to feel so bad for a person in a wheelchair that you can't talk to them. And then I real something happened in my little stay there that mm-hmm. I went like that went out the window. And now I'm standing there with a bunch of guys. These are some heavy duty guys. I got, you know, this is County Hospital. Mm-hmm. These guys, I, I said to one of them, we're on this mat and crawling around, you know. And um, I said, he said, why are you here? And I was like, tax evasion. <laughs> I said, why are you here? He said he got shot. He got thrown out of a second story window. He got shot. I'm like, wow. One day will you tell me why this all happened to you? Because <laughs> right now. Well, it wasn't my fault. You know. But um, another guy said he got shot. And we just ran. Nicole and I were sitting there talking to a guy. He got shot 11 times. Jesus Christ. And he's in a wheelchair and he's doing this walk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know. The thing about it now is instead before I was like, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. It was like so scared that now these people want to talk about it. They want to go. Yeah, this would happen to me. Yeah. You know, and then and then I have to say, I've seen more ability in that chair mm-hmm. than I've seen on so many able bodied people. We take it for granted. Oh, yeah, the, we, the mind is so we take strong, life man. and everything that we can do totally for granted the the mind is so strong you you want to get something done you know it doesn't matter you're in a chair whatever that's that's a 15 minute operation somebody helping you out in the morning right and then you get up and you go and you're just anybody else on this planet mm-hmm. and the the person sitting there a little 17 year old girl that's like cheerleader and her mother does everything for her mm-hmm. is less capable i'm picked on her totally I'm sorry that's fine. she what is she gonna do kick my ass yeah, a little 16 year old fucking bitch she's gonna end up marrying someone who's filthy rich and be fine exactly and and less capable of a quadriplegic sitting in a chair doing art with a paint paintbrush in his mouth yeah totally i believe that and i didn't believe that before and i felt so bad for a blind guy that i couldn't see that i couldn't see straight (laughs) comedy just pours out of my mouth i can't stop I am an asshole. I don't even like me sometimes. <laughs> I don't. I don't blame you. Um. Uh. So for, yeah. Anyway, so you do benefit for four hundred cripples now. To wrap this story yes. up, this must have been financially devastating. No, I had money. This must have just been like all of these surgeries. Yes, must have cost you. It must have been like you must owe the insurance company like ten million dollars. No. Obama paid for it all. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I know Obama. I called him up and I was like, dude, I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked. <laughs> he was like, let me pass a couple of laws, get some health care and stuff. In there. So, I don't know. How much did the entire thing cost? Just really? it itself. Yeah. What did you pay? <laughs> like, what was your copay? What was your deductible? <laughs> $500. That's it? Um, no, I, um, Wow, dude! I think all together, at yeah. the all three operations um, are over three hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, but not, but you're not getting billed three hundred thousand. No, no. I went in. It's it's bizarre. Uh-huh. I can't even describe until finally Medical just said, "You know what? We we got it right." Um, after the third, the third operation is on Medical. Okay. Um, um, but the other two were copay. Uh huh. And um. And your pay, your portion, like how much? About twenty grand. About twenty grand. Twenty yeah. grand out for all of it. For for about two hundred thousand. And that is because you have amazing health insurance. 
No, it's because I fucking know how to smile. Because <laughs> you don't have Elvis. Because I walk in and I'm like, hey, so, folks, Merry Christmas. Bringing it back around in the beginning now, <laughs> where we talked about insurance. I love insurance. You, insurance you actually, you don't. You weren't. You didn't have health insurance, so you didn't even gamble. You were like, you know what? I didn't have. I'm going to gamble. Nothing's going to happen to me. <laughs> And the insurance companies probably would have been like, oh, you're fucked. We wouldn't cover you anyway. <laughs> I had. Um, and Obamacare saved your life. I don't know. I mean, literally, I don't know what Obamacare had anything to do with anything because this was all before this, all, you know. Yeah. That it's, all before it happened. But the, um, the way the system is, I mean, I know, like, the first time he threw a number at me, like, I, I was looking at, um, I went in at 7 in the morning to handle the financial end of it. And I was like, guys, I don't, you know, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. And he said, well, I brought my taxes in, I brought everything, my income, mm -hmm. bank statements, blah, blah, blah. I went through everything just like a bank loan. Right. And I sat down with him. He goes, all right, well, here, well, let's figure out what you can pay on this and blah, blah, blah. And he comes down and he hands me a thing that is a tenth of the, the bill, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, I I started crying. I was like, "What are you talking about? How how is that possible?" You know. And he said, "There's a lot of people that donate." And mm -hmm. he said, "And you you are now in the system for we're going to tap into that that pile mm -hmm. that uh, of donated money, which is a lot has a lot to do with why I want to continue the um, working with the hospital. And I'm talking to them now about like growing that that 400." person crowd mm -hmm. to about four or five thousand people mm -hmm. and i i i started making phone calls this is the incredible thing to me because of that i started making phone calls to comedy clubs which i know right and I, I called up and i said listen um could i get a couple tickets i want to raffle off some tickets no no problem and they went how many want 10 yeah and i was like really 10 yeah. I would, I would love ten. Thank you. Yes, and I thought I was running away. You know, like like I robbed somebody. It's funny and fucked up because there, I know the reason you're thinking that is because comics often do the club and then have to sell their own tickets. Yeah, and so you have a mentality of like tickets are fucking valuable. <laughs> yeah. But anybody from the outside, you're just like, I, I mean, if you pre-call the Ice House mm -hmm. and say I'm going to have a birthday party, I'm going to bring in ten people. They'll be like, we'll comp you all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we know you're all going to drink. Right, right. <laughs> so thank God we right. know we have ten guaranteed seats this night. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as long as you pre-do it. So anyway, you get ten tickets, and then you started talking to you feel like uh, you're stealing them. Comedy Magic Club, um, Mike Lacey, who runs that, um, mm -hmm. he said he knew somebody over at Rancho a long time ago, and he, he's got a personal connection there. He said, "I'll do anything for that hospital," mm -hmm. and so I was like, "Wow!" And he said, "You know, there are other systems that you." tap into of like restaurants in town and blah. And I, I just started getting excited about it going, you know, look, as an actor in this town, you, you make a phone call and you get, you know, laughed at, mm -hmm. did you just call here? Mm -hmm. Did you actually call? No, little man, go away. You know, okay. this, I'm actually going, um, Oh yeah, you can get this done. And then in the long run, make 10 grand for, for the right. hospital, right. you know? And to me, it's like, I, I'm like, well, that's my payback. That's, that's real to me, you know? And I, I'm thinking, I don't pay the other money back. What was that? I don't pay the other money back. You don't pay what? The, the other money. What the, other? The 20000 Oh, right. And then I'll do the, the other thing. That's what I was thinking. What other thing? I'll, I'll do like 
benefits and stuff. Right. And they can raise money, but I'm not going to pay me all that money. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I just, I, I wanted to say that, but I didn't want, you know. You wanted to keep it on the down low. So, yeah. I yeah. I don't want a lot of people to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. So... Are you on? Are you on Twitter? Or are you? What are you? I I have a Twitter account. I know not what the do fuck you, to do with that. I've never tweeted. Do Do you have? A, do you have a web page? Do you have? Is there I, anything that Tom Ayers wants to? Tom dash Ayers com is my website. Tom dash the hyphen or the symbol we used to use between phone numbers a yeah, long that time one. ago. That one because now we use dots because it's so much cooler, right? Um, so Tom Dash Airs because someone else had Somebody has Tom Airs. The fuck is Tommy Airs also taken? Oh, I don't know. No, it is now. Uh, so Tom Dash Airs.com. Tom dot um, and then yeah, Facebook. I don't know. I don't know. I'm terrible. Do you want a bunch of Facebook friends like that sure. you don't know? Yeah, I already have. I yeah, I have a bunch of Facebook friends. I don't know. Okay. Is uh-huh. that but that causes you probably not to post on Facebook as much. Right? No, I post everything. I, even you even your personal stuff? Like I I mean I really don't have any um like pictures of my cock. What do you mean? Right. Those, those are on my website. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So people have something to look forward to. <laughs> no, I don't have anything I don't have anything personal. Matter of fact, you go to my website or the Facebook and you go, Well, that should, probably shouldn't be up here. <laughs> that's no, that's personal. <laughs> that shouldn't be for public display. <laughs> Uh, cool. So yeah, that's pretty much the end of the show. That was it. Uh, yeah, we're, we've been at it now for, uh, hour nine. So it's actually nine. kind of a wow. fat show. Wow. Usually we try and hit for right around an hour. That was seamless. That was, that was nice. Yeah. So, uh, I'm Vince Roca. I'm Tom Ayers. And for more on the show, visit getconvinced.com.